It's raining this morning. The rain is always a good symbol of change and renewal and growth. Um, but that's what I'm seeking. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to improve. I'm trying to grow. And that's a, that's a natural um, expression of this, this love, you know, of God being in me. Love abiding within. And seeing the kingdom of God and wanting to bring forth the kingdom of God, the kingdom of love. God is love. And it's so crucial to understand that. That's like the whole the whole idea I'm trying to 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 help people understand because as I'm understanding it more, it makes all of this makes so much more sense. I talked in previous episodes about how um love is the the opposite of uh, selfishness, self-centeredness. And I talk about that in the book. Self is really the opposite of love, not hate. Hate is just love all amped up and angry and hurt. See, hate is, hate is like love for something aimed in the wrong direction. Hate... Um, you know, it, it's almost like the yin and yang. It's an aspect of love to an extent, but but love, um, you know, and, and it can man, it can manifest selfishness can manifest as hate, and and that's really where it's at. It's it's being self centered, self centeredness. Me thinking about me and what I want and how I think things need to be, and I'm in charge and I know what's best. And if all these people would just cooperate, then everything would be fine. You know, that's that angst. That's that beast. You know, back when the Bible was written, these things were written, you know, as metaphors. Symbolism. Imagery. Um, I talked previously that, uh, you know, about the 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 sheer number of words available for use um, 2,000 years ago was a lot less than what we have in English today. Um, the, the English language is is very exacting. It's very precise. Um, but it's also at the same time, it allows for precision, but it's also very fluid and very poetic and uh, alliterative and um, you know and the our language in and of itself um, helps us today to 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 better I don't know is it not better describe but to um, describe more fully um, in different ways that might make more sense today than um, the than the language that that the people of that time were restricted to by their culture that you know um, 
So we kind of have to understand that, um, that these things were spoken figuratively and we have to think of them figuratively. Um, and we have to be able to make the distinction where things are figurative and where things are factual. Um, for example, I, I got into a discussion with a friend on Facebook the other day. <clears throat> uh, and I was kind of trying to explain the idea that capitalistic mentality is, uh, is, is not good for our society. Like, like living from the premise that I've got to go take a little bit more from someone else than I'm giving in order to be successful. Um, and in some case, you know, some people are lauded for taking as much as possible from people and, and gaining as much wealth as possible. And I was uh, trying to explain that that's, that's part of what's wrong with our culture. But that we, that Jesus said that we need to leave that stuff alone. And, and, uh, this friend of mine, he referred me to the parable of the talents as a biblical reference for where God said that we're supposed to, uh, you know, be fruitful and multiply and, 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 and engage in business and, and collect wealth and amass things and, and, and that, that God told us, Jesus told us to do that in the parable. And so I looked and it, it, it talks in that way, but there's a very important qualifier. It's uh, the, the, the verses are Matthew 25, uh, 14 through 30. And when I look at it, I look at the King James Bible. Um, but the very first thing it says, and I, I noticed in like new translations, it, it cuts this part out, but the King James Bible was, is the closest, uh, oldest English translation of, uh, the Greek and, and the Coptic and the, and the Hebrew and Aramaic and all that. Um, but anyway, the old, anyway, so it starts off saying, for the kingdom of heaven is as it's saying the kingdom of heaven is like right this this the kingdom of god the kingdom of love this thing that's in front of us if we'll just open our eyes to see it this heaven is like a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods, right? So man's he's he's gone off into uh, a faraway place and brought his brought his people, um, his associates, and he delivered unto them his associates his goods, and unto one he gave five talents. Now, talents now. Uh, we would say today that those are that that's money, right? He gave them money, and and but we have to realize that this is a metaphor. The kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country. What are the talents that a man traveling into a far country uh, in the context of the kingdom of heaven, right? The kingdom of love of God. So he gave five talents, you know, uh, teachings, 
wisdom, understanding. Five key points. Uh, and to another he gave two, uh, and to another one. To every man according to his several ability. So the first one, he thought, you know, that, that, that guy could handle five. That woman could handle five. To another, uh, that, that person could handle two. Um, and another one, that, that person could only handle one. So, but every, to every person, according to their ability, they have talents. They have abilities. They have, uh, you know. Anyway, so straight away, they took their journey. And he that had the five talents went and traded with the same, and he made them other five talents. Now, to take that as a direct reference to to promoting business, I think that's I think that's going down the wrong road. That's not what this that's not what Jesus is talking about. He's talking about the kingdom of heaven. And so you have to understand these are metaphors for the kingdom of heaven, not for business. He's he's using something that they are familiar with, right? They're familiar with commerce and money and trading and investing and you know and that kind of thing. That's you know that was uh, that was really being popularized and pushed, especially at that time, by the Roman Empire. That was their thing. Trade. Um, anyway, so he that had received the five talents, but we're talking about the kingdom of God. His, the, 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 the spiritual insights, the, the wisdom, the, the teachings. He had received the five he went and traded with the same, right? He went out and shared the news. He went out and taught it. He went out and did what he was able to do with his abilities or her, her abilities, his skills, his talents, her skills, her talents. And by doing so, made another five talents. He learned more. He grew even further. He got other people understanding this way. Right? He took, he took, or she, she took what she had uh, been given, worked with it, and produced more. Right? So likewise, the one that had received the two also gained another two. So likewise, in the same way, the one who took two received the two from the man going off into the far off country also produced another two. But the one that received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. Right? So the wealth that had been bestowed upon this person, rather than go and do something with it and try to produce more with it and make it grow and share it, after a long time that, you know, the man came back and those servants 
came out and he reckoneth with them, right? He said, okay, it's time to settle up. Give me a status. And so the one that had the five came and brought the other five and said, you delivered to me five. Behold, I have gained beside them five more. Right? Now they're talking, this is a, this is a story in, in the context of money because that's what people understood. But you go back to the beginning of this thing. For this whole, this whole thing that he's talking about, that he's trying to explain. For the kingdom of heaven is as. Okay? We have to keep it in that lens. And so the, the, the guy, the, you know, the man who had initially given them the talents, and he said, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. And I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Welcome to the kingdom. Now you get it. What you receive, you have to then go take and share and grow. Now you get it. And the one that had the two came and said, You delivered to me two. Behold, I have brought you two more. And the Lord said, good, good and faithful servant, you've done faithful in these things. I will make you the ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Welcome to heaven. You get it. Now you understand. But the one that had only the one came and said, I, I knew that you were a, a hard man and that you... you you reap where you don't sow, and you gather where you don't lay down straw. And I was afraid, so I went and I hid your talent. I hid it. But I still have it. I still have it. And here it is. And the, the man said to him, or her, Thou wicked and slothful. Slothful means lazy. You wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I reap where I sow not, and I gather where I don't lay down straw. You should have put my money, the wealth that God has given you, not money, it's a metaphor. You should have put my wealth, the, the, the thing that I get to the exchangers, right? You should have taken it to try to multiply it. And then at my coming, I should have received mine with usury, which means interest. I should have, you should have come back with the interest. So I'm taking what you have and I'm giving it to the one with the 10. For unto every one that has been given and he shall have abundance but from those that have not shall be taken away even that which they have. And the wicked and the lazy will be cast into the outer darkness and they'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Right? Weeping and gnashing of teeth. Clearly that's a metaphor. You know, people don't just go and cry and go... <laughs> 
with their teeth. It's a metaphor uh, for suffering. So if you if we look at the you know, and I understand what my friend was trying to say, and I you know I I guess it it's true. Because, I mean that's that's solid business principles. You you know you put, you invest and. <laughs> You know, that's how you make money, by investing in interest and making loans, and that's how our economy runs, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I understand. But Jesus wasn't promoting business at all. At all. He was using the metaphor, using it as a metaphor for trying to explain what the kingdom of heaven really is, the kingdom of God, this place, uh, the realm of love, genuine love for one another and living in that way, right? Treating each other right and being at peace. He said the kingdom of heaven is like that. Well, that means once we start to understand this, we have to, have to, have to share it. Because if we don't, and we try to just sit on it and go, ah, this is good. I'm feeling great. I understand this. Um, that's that's just as selfish as, you know. That's like the religious folks who who understand this, but they want to keep it on the down low because. If people just understood to love one another and there's really all that there is to it and, you know, people don't have to keep coming to religious services to understand and, and get fulfilled with God, love, yeah, they realize they can do it at home without paying 10% of their income. You know, they uh, churches don't want people to know that. Churches sort of rely on, on building a business. Churches are a business. Just because they're nonprofit, they're still... Churches are a business. You know, and people who... People in the church are, you know, always say, well, well, this is just a building. We're actually the church. Which is true. Which is true. Uh, but what does that mean? You know, are we paying just lip service to it? Is it really just that we have to run around and be nice to people? No. No, we have to change on the inside because if we're, it doesn't matter how many times we're kind to somebody or if I give something to someone else or if I'm generous or I help the homeless. And I mean, those are good things to do. But if, if I'm still being selfish, you know, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm putting up one front on one side, but then I've got this secret dark side where I'm actually just selfish and like and I'm abusing my wife and I'm like going into sexual immorality and you know, but but in public you know I've got this, uh, this you know I I've given ten billion dollars to the World Health Organization this year and and you know, but when you know when I go home I kick my dog. You, you know I mean, I, it it. It's not about business. Jesus wasn't talking about business. I've, he, he's just like, you've got to get this in you. You've got to get this in you. And once you do, that's, that's the kingdom of heaven. And then once you get it, once you realize it, it's like you have to. 
You have to keep giving it away because if you don't, it's going to fail you. It's going to make you miserable. You're going to be just sitting there just mad at the world for not understanding and, you know, you can be wailing and gnashing of your teeth. This concept that God is love is so critical to understanding, and it, and it really does. It starts to make the entire Bible make more sense. It's not as fantastic and, and wild and, and irrational as modern religion makes it out to be. It, we've just misunderstood it in many ways, in many ways. But we're waking up to it again. We're waking up to it again as a culture. I'm not the only one. I'm looking all around. I, you know, I, in in doing what I've done so far with the podcast, and um, and and in writing the book, and you know, these in writing these were all things that were just kind of dawning on me by studying the scripture and thinking. Uh, rationally and trying to be logical and 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 come up with uh, uh, th- there has to be a reality to things even the fantastic um, Jesus came you know uh, is going to come back from the heavens and save us all and it, you know there has to be, there's there's a truth there but I think we've misunderstood it because it's it's a metaphor and we're taking certain things literally that we should be understanding as metaphor and 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 looking at the scripture through this lens that God is love not some mysterious being off in the cosmos somewhere God is something inside us because that's what Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is in front of us Looking at the scripture, then through this lens, it it starts to it starts to awaken the real meaning of what these people were saying in these scriptures, and it's so much more real than anybody that I ever imagined. It's so it is very very practical. Um, but you have to cipher through. There's there's some stuff in the Bible that's, um, like I said, it's been twisted a little bit, been tweaked a little bit through the translations and a little edit here and there, a little correction of spelling. And uh, well, let's let's cut that one out. Let's cut the let's cut. Uh, matter of fact, oh, we, those gospels. E, yeah, uh, we're gonna say those are heretic. <laughs> those are heretical. Um, those aren't part of the Jesus doctrine. That's not part of the Jesus movement. Um, we're going to cut those out. Um, and, you know, back in the 1940s and I think early 50s uh, in Egypt and in Jerusalem, I think. Um, or maybe over in the Dead Sea. I don't know. Somewhere over in the, in the ancient East. Apparently it's like not PC to call it the Middle East or something anymore. I don't know. But... Um, you know, they found like the Gospel of Mary, the Gospel of Philip, uh, the Gospel of Thomas, and and these things. Um, you know, the the modern Christian church is like, whoa, 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 uh, no, 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 that's not part of what we're doing. Even though the scholars, 
who are looking at these documents are going, yeah, these seem to be legitimate. These seem to be from the time. These seem to be from the period. Um, they seem accurate. Uh, there's not really anything to discredit them other than uh, the Catholic Church, you know, the early, early Christian Church uh, back in like the three and four hundreds decided there were certain things that they just weren't going to accept and they were going to get rid of. Uh, matter of fact, the Gospel of Thomas, I think, was found in a garbage dump among some other things. Um, but, but, um, we're starting to recognize through, uh, it's kind of, you know, the irony of it is, is our quest for knowledge and understanding and stuff and, uh, you know, has the has brought us into this period uh, where we are, where we've got all this technology and information at the tips of your fingers, and it's really cool. And people starting to wake up and learn this, um, and Christ is returning because people are starting to wake up and understand what Christ really is. It's not that Jesus is going to be coming back from the heavens. Although, in a sense, it is. It, it's his way, his teaching, his talents, his knowledge, the wealth that he was trying to impart into the world. It's been, you know, carried along like a vessel through religions and culture, and but it's still there. And he, you know, it's like he sowed the seeds. He did what he was talking about the, for the kingdom of God. He, he shared the message with whom he thought could best uh, take and run with it and share it with others. And, you know, Jesus really had it understood. He knew. And, and he was sharing it. God is love. And if we'll just love one another genuinely, but we, you know, but in order to do that, we have to change our own hearts to become loving people genuinely, not just like make a checklist of I did this good, I did this thing that was good, I did this thing that was helpful, I did this thing that was beneficial, and so now I can be selfish, I can be lazy, I can do what I want to do. It has to be a, a fundamental change inside us. We have to become loving people. And that's, you know, that's what seems to be the difficult part. That really, you know, that's the hard part. Is we can see it. We can know it's there. But until we pick it up and run with it, it's, it's just going to sit there. You know, head knowledge is not the same as practical knowledge. Anyone will tell you that. You know, ask a lawyer straight out of law school uh, what they know about the practice of law. Nothing. They know a bunch of theories, and they know uh, you know they they got a head full of legalese and 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 argument. But they walk out, out, you know, and they they have no clue how to run a law practice. How you know? How do you set a hearing? How do you, you know, what do you how what do you need for a deposition? You know, they don't know. They just they you know they learned about what kind of questions you ask and, but 
um, you know, or anything. It's like riding a bicycle. You can tell a child all day long. Okay, you put your foot on the pedals and you sit on the thing and then you balance up top and then uh, you push with your feet and you hold on with your hands and then you turn left and right to steer it. You can tell them that all day long, but there's they're not, not going to, no child ever is has ever, ever just walked right up, sat on a bicycle, uh, put their feet on the pedals and their hands on the, on the handlebars and just ridden a bike. It doesn't happen like that. We have to we have to share it. We have to invest it. We have to grow it in ourselves and in other people. Well, I kind of rambled on a little bit longer than I than I thought, but um, this is good stuff. This is good stuff. God is love. And once we choose to live that way, that's the salvation. That's that's how we're that's that's the being saved. Jesus was talking about this. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Relax. Focus. Love one another. Take a deep breath. Let all that other stuff go. Even if it's just letting it go in your mind for a minute, let it go. Realize that you... Love comes from within you. You have the ability to love the people and the world around you at every moment. You have the ability to choose that. And that's what we have to do. That's our calling, is to be loving people and to share that message. You can help share this message by telling a friend. Is there someone you can think of who might like to hear this? Tell them about it. There's a button up there somewhere where you can share this. Thank you.